Hey, welcome to another episode of Super FX, the show where Metal Sonic has absorbed the power of chaos and is super strong. We can't defeat it. Ah, if only we had the seven chaos emeralds. I'm Matt. Uh, I'm Metal Tyler. Regular Tyler is not here today. It's just Metal Tyler. This is episode number 13. What's up, Metal Tyler? (laughs) Uh, I don't know how to make my voice uh, have a metallic sound, so... And I'm not um, editing one in for you because that'll take me forever. <laughs> uh, it's it's all good. Uh, hey, dude, it's going well. We I had to go vote again. It coincidentally, this is the second time we've recorded in like a month, where right. I we recorded right after I went to vote. What what did you have to vote for a second time now? This this time it was the municipal elections. Ooh, yeah. Uh, in in addition to some other stuff, like you vote for like a a counselor and a school board trustee and there's some referendum they're trying to get rid of uh or they're talking about get rid of get rid of uh, daylight savings like it's just going to be the same thing all year you don't change it Uh, i don't know about that i'm not big on that so up here in the north we get not that much sun to begin with in the winter and apparently like this change they proposed said that you know that we in some days in like january or december you wouldn't get sunlight until like 10 a.m so uh i don't know about that huh i mean here here in the states there's there's like a pretty big movement it's not really a political movement it's mostly just like a social media movement against daylight savings because it's it's a little pointless um is a social media movement a real movement i mean it's still like a movement (laughs) because it's a it's there's people behind it but it's never been brought up like actually politically there's probably nothing's no, moving yeah. except your finger scroll on that screen yeah pretty much though like if we did get rid of daylight savings time i would at least want us to be left in daylight savings time like have permanent dst so that it's always yeah. nice <laughs> but we always get yeah, that one yeah, extra yeah. hour um but yeah it doesn't really matter to me to be honest i just think it's a cool little quirk of geography that we do daylight savings time so yeah i guess so yeah uh anyway so that's that was that was my day that's cool i uh i didn't vote today because we didn't have any elections today oh that's too bad (laughs) yeah you didn't want to spend 45 minutes standing in a school gymnasium waiting for your turn i mean usually it it doesn't even take 45 minutes but it's it was a long one today oh yeah yeah it was it took it took a while (laughs) no usually it's like you walk in there's someone there who's like hey what's 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 your name give them your name and then they're like okay you're in this district go to that table with your district and then you give them your name and they're like cool here's your card go vote then you vote and then you put it in this folder and then you take the folder with the voting slip in it and it gets fed sideways <laughs> into a machine but you have to do it a hundred percent right otherwise you fuck up and you got to do it again but like no oh, one ever okay. fucks up <laughs> So, sorry, this is entirely unrelated. Uh, I just booted up a Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. Oh my god! Video I, games! As soon, as soon as I... Yeah. As soon as I turn it on, it, uh, it, it, like, it's in the main menu, and I just got all these, like, notifications on the screen about every story mode level that you've beaten. Are you serious? Every... I, well, I beat the whole game, so... Yeah, like, I, I turned it on, and it, like, the, the moment it goes to the main menu, it brought up, like, 12 notifications one at a time saying oh zapetroid beat this stage and zapetroid beat this stage what uh what 
The people don't know that you mispronounced my name on purpose. That's how you pronounce it. Read it out loud. <laughs> but when I was in school, when uh-huh. I was in, in a little kindergarten, yeah. they put the book in front of you and they said, sound it out. Right. right? And I'm looking at that word and I say, Zaptroid. Yep, that's, that's it. it. Says. Read it like that's how it's written. Yep. That's <laughs> English. You should, you should, Mr. Linguistics man over here, you should probably take an English course or two. Dude, we speak English, the least phonetic language. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, okay, all right, so I've broken the news that uh, I I haven't yet played Monkey Ball. No. Um, Life got in the way. But I, I do have it, and I will say I did read the art book that it comes with i also book yes i did i i i looked on uh, when i was logging the game in my in my collection catalog the only version Mm -hmm. of it that i saw was like the special anniversary edition i don't know if they released it any other way yeah i i feel like this is not the first game to do that too i have like imagine if you didn't want the anniversary collection or sorry the anniversary edition yeah uh i don't you you can't buy it you can't you can't not get that one (laughs) it's only a 40 dollar game though usd even with the anniversary edition so like why not yeah it's already cheaper than a normal switch game at its base I mean, well, why why call it an edition? Like, it's just the game. <laughs> because it's maybe later, because maybe point. later to save money, they'll release a standard edition. I would call it the launch edition or something. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, uh, I was so I'm flipping through this art book and I noticed. Uh, uh, first off, Lauren couldn't believe that uh, his name is Doctor Bad Boon. Yeah, that, why can't uh, she believe that it, it's a game for children? <laughs> yeah, well, it, uh, hey, a big children big, too. Uh, <laughs> I, no, yeah, it's a dig. I play Monkey Ball, Tyler, uh, but I also hate myself, so I guess it doesn't count. Uh, anyway, and then they have like a little recap of like every Monkey Ball game. Yeah, um, including this game. <laughs> I thought that was pretty interesting. That in the art book they include the game with that the art book came with, and with with screenshots of that game. What if they just did like uh, like the last page was like art from Banana Mania, and it's just a page of all of the art from all of the other games plus Banana Mania because that's what Banana Mania is. And then the tiny yeah. little picture on the page where it's the Banana Mania section is also. Of an even smaller collection of all of the art from all of the games, including Banana Mania. Uh, I was kind of surprised to see... Okay, so I'm flipping through this book, and there are some games that I didn't know existed. Such okay. as Monkey Ball Banana Splits. Yeah, I didn't know that that existed either. What What is that? I don't know. Why do they all look... I'm looking at this page, and they all look like they are inflatable balloons. <laughs> In fact, I think they are inflatable balloons. So I don't know what that game is about. I have no uh, clue. But they they decided... Uh, our friends at Sega decided that it was important enough that they wanted to include it in the art book. So you get art for uh, 2012's Super Monkey Ball Banana Splits, a game that nobody has ever played nor heard of. <laughs> I'm surprised, too, because I kept up with the Monkey Ball series all these years, and I never uh, heard Apparently of it. not. That's that's the thing. I guess, like, it was under the radar. Is it a mobile game? I don't even... I'm looking it, it must up. be. I'm looking it, must it up. Be. Right. <laughs> We're looking it up. Uh, so, uh, that, that said, I did finish Link to the Past. Uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's all done uh it's a good game 
it's a good game. I don't know. Is it kosher for me to spoil a 30-year-old game? I think it's all right, right? Is it kosher for me to say that the reason no one heard of Super Monkey Ball Banana Splits is because it's a PlayStation Vita exclusive? Whoa, I would not have guessed that. I wouldn't have either. In a long time. They so they I knew about the 3D one the 3DS one mm-hmm. uh, and I but I did not I mean this explains why neither of us had heard of it <laughs> yeah there's also Super Monkey Ball Bounce which is a uh, Peggle clone which, they did not consider that one to yeah, be yeah that that uh, one is a mobile in the art book. that's a mobile only release but yeah I'd never heard and, of it and therefore was not in the art book yeah <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, okay. Let's let's L- let's talk past. about Link to the Past because uh, this is this is big because you went all this time you hadn't even gotten past like the beginning of the game and then we talked about it on the podcast and then all of a sudden now it's done you beat it that's so cool I did. yeah yeah um I always th- okay spoiler alert if you don't want uh to hear spoilers to Link to the Past uh that, that's tough games games like hear. thirty years old you got to do it yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that the uncle is your uncle's not actually dead. Yeah, he he survived <laughs> uh, being the, killed. So as I <laughs> mentioned, I think when we first talked about Link to the Past, it, yeah. the game very much like you get the in the first like thirty seconds, like you walk out and you walk to the castle and it's like, oh no, the uncle's dying, and he's like, Link, you gotta save the day, and he dies. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of the game, in the credits sequence or whatever, they're like, "Hey, Uncle, he was healed," yeah. <laughs> and it like doesn't it doesn't explain it doesn't that explain at it. all. The, the the prevailing <laughs> two theories are that he never died; he was just wounded very gravely, or that when Link made his wish, he also put in a little. Also, can my uncle please live? <laughs> <laughs> uncle was the asterisk <laughs> <laughs> well i mean his whole quest was spe- like specifically everyone was telling him like you gotta save hyrule so when he made the wish he was like okay hyrule please also my uncle like it would have been <laughs> a little asterisk. weird if he was like i really want my uncle to be alive also hyrule <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so that wasn't explained at all but whatever um also uh i okay they they do this thing that I don't I'm not a big fan of in games. Uh, they give you like they so they give you the mirror shield and like the last like tunic. Yeah. Um. Like like about ten minutes before the game ends. Yeah. And I'm like, why why are these items like so close to the end? I I mean I don't know. It's just like there's like if you're gonna give me new items. And up until this point, the game, I thought, had done a pretty good job of, like, you know, like, it, it gets harder, but then you get new things, and then you get better at it, you know. Uh, but they didn't. They were just like, hey, you're going to fight Ganon soon, so here are some, like, <laughs> OP items yeah. that you're going to benefit from for the next, like, ten minutes. And, like, the, the I can understand the uh, the red mail coming a little bit late, but the mirror shield is a, an item that would be really helpful in some of the Dark World dungeons. But, not nah, uh, right at the, the end of the game. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is, uh, at, by the end of the game, Link looks like a fucking clown. You got a purple oh, hat on. He's got he's got a pur- so purple hat. He's got a red tunic, and with like like I don't know blue or yellow sleeves or something. Dude, that's like way and, better uh, than the blue mail though. <laughs> I don't I, like. Why does his entire costume <laughs> not look? It's not cohesive. They, it they look just good. They it, didn't. They didn't get it right until Ocarina of Time. Like, the green on green, that was iconic. They weren't going to change that. But then when they gave him the blue mail, why didn't they also make the hat match? It's fucking, like, sick, I, like the sickly pale yellow color. 
yeah, it's weird as hell. I don't really know what's going on there. And I don't know, like, it's like at the end of the game, it's like, oh, like he's getting the Triforce and he lifts up the Triforce and it's like all epic and like they got like the epic music's playing and you did it, you beat the game. And he's wearing like this purple hat and yeah. his red shirt and green <laughs> sleeves. Uh, uh, with this like bright ass yellow sword. I will like, say I they know, like Nintendo knew that they strange. fucked up because when they when they made the sequel to of course, you know, when they made the many other Zelda games, they fixed it, but I think it's even more telling because the sequel to Link to the Past, the 3DS game Link Between Worlds, um, which takes place yeah, in like yeah. the exact same Hyrule. Um when you pick up the red and the blue mail, they fixed it then. And that takes place at the like in the same exact place. So they knew they <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, it's I I don't I I will say I I think it's a great game. I loved it. Uh, I, I like I really really enjoyed it. But I do think my kind of my um, uh, my regard for it kind of fell as I went on. Uh, there were it, it it did become a little. There were some moments that were just a little frustrating and a little like like really like fucking come on. <laughs> An example is like. Uh, in the last dungeon, uh, you fight one of those like big snake things. Oh yeah, um, I, I don't even know what they're called, but the, uh, and if if it Muldorms. attacks you and it, it, yeah, the Muldorms, yeah, it'll push you off the edge and you fall to the room below, which yeah. is fine. But you take damage when it hits you, and mm-hmm. then you fall down. It, fo- it knocks you off, and you fall down, and you land in a room underneath that has some spikes in it and yeah. some and, and other spots that aren't spikes and if you just happen to be unlucky enough that you land on the spikes you get hit twice and yep. you're like well thanks you already punished me once for getting hit and falling off uh not because now i have to climb back up and start that battle again mm-hmm. but also like i just you know out of some shitty i had no because like, you can't see the spikes below you don't know if you're gonna land on them you just might no, you, <laughs> you just, don't know you just have to you have to previously have played to know yeah <laughs> Yeah, so there was just a, a lot of little things like that that were happening. There's the fight with what's the wizard Al- Aganim? Aganim, yeah, uh, yeah. There, uh, and he like splits into three uh, dudes. Ag- Ag- uh, Agani. And, <laughs> yeah, and, and he's like firing at you, at you from three different locations, and you got to like deflect all of them. But like, you can't. It's really hard to control which direction you're deflecting them in. And yeah, I don't know. It just it, it definitely felt a little janky, and it felt a little. Like it, like they almost say like they were at, trying to add more difficulty at the end to just make it like that a little bit extra hard. They definitely through, did like that. I think that's absolutely know? true. Like most of the game, like the thing about Link to the Past is that it's very renowned for you know being a newer Zelda at the time, and it's it still kind of feels mm-hmm. like a newish Zelda because of the way that newer two D Zeldas were made, um, without being super handholdy. And the game yeah. just kind of, like, throws you in. It gives you, like, items and clues and places to go. And there are NPCs who give you, you know, goals. But for the most part, the game just kind of throws you in and you fend for yourself. And up until maybe, like, the last quarter of the game, it is challenging, but it's not, like, difficult. And then right at yeah. the end, it's like, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a, okay. this is the last thing I'll say about Link to the Past. Uh, yeah. Because I, we do have to move on, but... They had, okay, there's this one fucking moment in the last dungeon where you, you're in a room and across there's a gap and across the way there's like a a crack in the wall. So, you know, you got to go across and put a bomb there to blow it up. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) Okay. So I spent fucking like 15 minutes trying to figure out how to cross this gap. Yep. Uh, And okay. So listen up. 
the, the, up until this point, this dungeon has had invisible platforms that you have to like use the medallion to like reveal them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and so you use the medallion, and there's nothing there. It's just a hole. So you're like, okay, well that's dumb. Uh, and there's nothing to hook shot onto, which the game has taught you up until this point. Like that's how you get across gaps. You use the hook shot. Uh, nope, there's nothing to hook hook shot onto. So I'm sort of like 15 minutes like throwing bombs across and like running at it. And I'm like, what the fuck? How the hell are you supposed to get across? So eventually, I finally just looked it up. Yeah. And the game fucking wants you... So there's like a block on the north side, and you're supposed to get to the south side. And you're supposed to dash at the block, and the knockback from you hitting the block sends you backwards across the gap. Yeah. Which you have never had to do at all not up only to this have point you, in this game. <laughs> not only have you never had to do it, anytime you ever bonk against a wall, it feels bad. So the game kind of yeah. like teaches you, you not to do, do that. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it there was just like the last the last like hour of this game is just like what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In so many re- like he looks dumb. The 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 level is dumb. Uh, the boss battle's dumb. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I'm so like like I said. I'm happy with it. I liked this game. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, but. It's just like come the fuck on. Yeah, that that is something that um, I'm sure there are like it's like fewer than one percent of players figure that out naturally. Uh, my very first time playing Link to the Past, I was really young and I had to look it up then. And still to this day, the only reason I remembered it is because I had to look it up. Like, mm-hmm. I think I probably would have forgotten if I figured it out on my own if I played it again. And I mean, I have yeah. played it. I have played the game again, but. I've played Link to the Past so many times now that since that first time when I had to look it up, I remember every time. But uh, given its challenge, I think that's like the only way to to do it. There's really nothing. Like, you know that you have knockback on the Pegasus boots, but you like you never use it for anything. It's always shitty. No. It's always it's bad. bad. It's a bad thing. You don't want to bonk. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Link to the Past uh, in the books. Yeah, sweet. Uh, I'm so glad. We got to get you playing more yeah. games. I mean, I ha- I'm trying. I, I I play when I when I can play games. You that's know. true. Well, when you come to see me, now that that's uh, actually happening, we're gonna play games. Okay, you know what we should fucking play? Okay. We should play uh, Triforce Heroes. I I'd have to pick it up. I actually still don't have it, but I, I know where I can. No, get a copy. I have it. I have it. Don't you need? You, one, you, I don't think you, only you need one copy. No, I think. I, yeah, you only need one copy. Okay, so here's the deal with Triforce Heroes. Here's my quick side story about Triforce Heroes. Triforce sure. Heroes was a 3DS Zelda game yes. intended for three players, yeah. which is a very strange number of players, but whatever. And uh, it's like, you know, 2D, classic 2D Zelda, um, but you have to play it with three players. I think there's like a one-player mode. There's a single-player mode, but it sucks as far as yeah, I know. Yeah, like, I haven't it's played not like the, the game. main game. I've only been told. Okay, so I have been on several trips with other people who have 3DSs, and every time I'm like, hey, we got to play Triforce Heroes. Bring your 3DS because we're going to play Triforce Heroes. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, like that sounds sweet. And it's never happened. And I'm, I'm not <laughs> like exaggerating. This interaction has occurred with me like probably about six times, six or seven times. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, yeah, like let's play fucking play, play Triforce Heroes. So here I am. I'm doing it again. I'm saying we're going to play Triforce Heroes. And we're going to fucking play Triforce Heroes. We need to fucking play that because I don't know when it's ever going to happen. Well, <laughs> uh, lucky for you, we're going to be at my house where my 3DS is. <laughs> so, Brilliant. Um, and let's also, even if we weren't here, 
uh, whenever I go away to a convention, where which we're going to together, I always bring my 3DS because I want to do Street Pass. So, is that still going on? People I, still doing that? I think so. I haven't heard anything about it being canceled. So, wow, I that what a strange time in gaming. I used to check that shit every day. I didn't check it every day. I would just bring it with me to school or to events, and I would yeah. check it occasionally. Yeah. Oh yeah. We could have a whole episode just talking about Street Pass. We could next uh, episode. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, t- <laughs> tell me about um, uh, Banana Mania. Banana Mania. Yeah, I, so I want to make this short because the game is pretty new. So I want you to experience it and I want our, our viewers to experience it without me spoiling too much. Um, although there's really not too much to be spoiled. But, um, oh god. It's so fucking good. But what they basically did was they took every, and I mean every, every single level from Super Monkey Balls 1 and 2. And I'm pretty sure every level from Deluxe as well, although I think it's just most levels from Deluxe. And they just, like, shoot, like, they just fucking, like, shoved them into all these different game modes. The regular story mode is the same story mode as Super Monkey Ball 2, but everything's a little bit, like, amped up a little. So, yeah. if you play Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania's story mode, you are going to play Super Monkey Ball 2. It's the exact same experience with very yeah. minor but very challenging differences. Um, they did make some things easier and some things a little bit um, like easier to grasp, but other things are a little more challenging than they used to be. Also, all 10 tracks are different. Although, in the shop, there's um, an option to purchase for in-game currency um, the, the original tracks. So if you want to listen to the original tracks, you can. Oh, that's cool. Um, and there's mission modes where you can... Like, every stage has a certain number of missions, and some of them are just as easy as beat the stage at all, or beat the stage without using the helper function, which, that's the same as beating the stage, because why would you use the helper function? That's not fun. (laughs) Um, And then some are like, get the red goal, and I'm like, oh god. (laughs) Um, And others are like, um, beat the stage in 10 seconds, or beat the stage in 40 seconds on longer ones. So... You get a lot of replay value out of it. There's tons of different costumes and characters, and there's a million different types of challenge modes, uh, which all feature stages from Monkey Ball 1 and 2 and Deluxe. And um, probably the best thing for me personally is uh, all of the fucking party games are back. Which oh, I, yeah. I used to spend a ton of time playing the party games with yeah, my Yeah, that was like, my, my, my biggest memories with Monkey Ball are the party games. Yeah, Monkey Target, Monkey Billiards, and uh, fucking Monkey boxing i think it was the one where like the fucking big ass punchy glove is <laughs> i used to play those all yeah. the time and monkey baseball yeah um so are you do it, like do, do you think it lives up Ab- this absolutely was, this was supposed to be yeah this absolutely. was supposed to be like the you know the redemption tour yeah for monkey ball i i am usually not a fan of remakes and when you boil it down the story mode of Banana Mania is just a remake of Monkey Ball 2, but I think it's done well because there's so much additional content that it is basically a whole new game. There's new music, there's missions, there's different game modes, there's different challenges. There's so much to get and collect. It's going to be a completionist dream because none of it is like that much of a bitch to collect. A lot of it is just do it in a, a slightly shorter amount of time than you've already done it. Or just do it at all. Unlock this costume. Unlock that costume. And uh, it's so much fucking fun. Like, after I finished the, the story mode, 
there was a part of me that was like, should I just 100% this right now? Because <laughs> I usually like to play games in two sittings. Are, are you are you gonna? No, I'm, I'm going to eventually, but I decided there's still a lot of things that I haven't played because I was backlogged with Pokemon. So, yeah, of course. But uh, yeah. Oh, it's so much fun play it <laughs> yeah i'm excited to hop in uh there's online multiplayer yeah i believe so yeah uh, i hope so anyway we can we can hop into that um i do want to hear so i i have not yet picked up metroid dread uh-huh um and the reason i'll, I'll, I'll tell you i'll tell you why um <laughs> the uh I, I've, t- I've talked on the show before about um the the shoppers drug mart Hell program yeah. about getting the getting the points uh so they happen to have like a, so it, it, it kind of used to be that you would get like they would announce these points events where like oh you get twenty times the points if you buy stuff on this weekend. Uh, now just like everything, all the offers are like on the app, uh, and so you gotta like open the app and like it's all like personalized, timed, algorithmic offers. So it's like oh maybe if you open the app today, you'll have the offer that you want. And anyway, so I had an offer for like, you know, 20 times the points or whatever it was for like one weekend uh, or last weekend. And I was like, okay, great. Like I'll, I'll wait and I'll pick up Metroid Dread. Uh, and they didn't have it. And wow. I go on the website and I'm like, maybe I can, I can order it on their website. And the website says it's sold out. And I'm like, oh, that's baloney. Like that sucks. But like, I guess it makes sense, you know, with the whole collapse of the uh, global shipping trade market. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I'll check again on Monday or whatever. And uh, I check again on Monday. And not only is it not there, but it's like they took down the listing for it entirely. Like it's not on the what? website at all anymore. Yeah, I don't know. So I don't know what that's about. Um, uh, so I'm going to keep an eye on that and see if it comes back. And if it doesn't, then I'm just going to have to go buy it somewhere else. I guess. Uh, I ha- also had a hard ass time finding monkey ball. I went to three different places and none of them had it. And none of them knew anything about it. I went to GameStop and GameStop was like, oh yeah, we didn't get our shipment for switch in. Like they got the Xbox one. They got the, the PlayStation one. They didn't get the switch one in. Why is GameStop like Buy. this? <laughs> Hold on. I go to Best Buy. Yeah. Same thing. Best Buy had the, the Xbox and the PlayStation one, but not the switch one. What? So it seemed like, I don't know, the crate fell off the boat or something. I have no idea. <laughs> so I had to order it on Amazon. And of course, Amazon had it to me like next day. So wow, I, I, I cannot yeah, I believe know. that like that was just to play some fucking video games. Yeah, we had a citywide shortage of Banana Mania, so I don't know something. <laughs> anyway, I, uh, I, I, you've been playing Dread. Yeah, I finished uh, it already. Not a hundred percent. still. because again, I know I, you cities, more than but... anybody else has. You know, like you're the probably the biggest Metroid fan that I know. Thank you uh so i yeah i'm i'm excited to hear what you what you thought um so after mulling around mulling it around for a little while um i'm officially giving it an 8.9 out of 10 um oh oh, okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) um i thought it was fantastic i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mention anything about the story or spoil it um because i think that it is a very important entry in the series so i'm not gonna mention too much about the game itself but um I had a lot of a lot of fun with it. It was well worth the wait, despite how short it is. But you know, it's a Metroid game, so of course it's going to be short. But um, I was able to finish it without a hundred percent completion, just a casual playthrough, collecting things as I saw them, um, in about seven hours, and I think it was fifty minutes, nearly eight hours. Um, not bad. 
No, that's not bad at all. Uh, the music is very atmospheric and ambient. It's not super duper memorable, but while you're playing, it's a really good fit for the environment. Um, the graphics are fantastic. Samus is like faster than she's ever been. Uh, I think like this. I think I read somewhere that like her movement speed in this game is faster than in any other Metroid game. Obviously, not counting the speed booster, but that, that's interesting. Did, did you find it was like hard to hard to control because of that? Or different, maybe? So, there were actually aspects of the game that I thought were a little difficult to control until I got used to them, but that wasn't one of them. Um, the button placements of where they, like, map all the different functions of Samus's utility are a little strange. I got used to them, but there's also no, like, remap feature. So, there are going to be people out there, I'm, I'm guaranteeing, and, you know, it's, it's Nintendo's fault. They have to patch it. Um, there's no reason why in 2021... Um, there should still be people who have to suffer because they can't get used to the controls because they're mapped poorly. Um, all of the normal functionality that you would think is, you know, oh, like jump should be mapped to B and shoot should be mapped to Y, that's fine. Um, and then some other like secondary features are mapped to A and then of course you bring up the menu with start and you bring up the secondary menu with select or the options menu. But then the shoulder buttons come into play and they are not ideal um instead so like the free aim mode is tied to l instead of zl which is a way bigger nicer button for a function that you're going to use 99 percent of the game yeah um and they map the morph ball to zl instead and i'm like what no i want that big fucking fat patio for the missiles you know how easy it is to just fucking, like, <laughs> click down that big-ass button? Why the small one for the function? Or not not for the missiles, for the free aim. Um, well, actually, that brings me to another point, because missiles are mapped to just R instead of ZR. Again, the bigger button and the more comfortable button to use for a function that you're gonna use for, I would say, about 80% of the game. Yeah, I feel like there's some, like, some, like, unwritten video game rule. Yeah. Um, especially in the last like 20 years where like if you have like a ranged projectile weapon it's gonna be back there and that's fine but like inst so you don't tap the button to shoot a missile you hold r to enter missile mode and then you press y to shoot a missile which also makes so strange yeah which i think still begs the question if i have to hold the button down why wouldn't i hold the button that my fingers naturally gravitate toward the bigger one they're just not yeah. like when you hold the controller naturally your index fingers are going to be slightly diagonally posed and they touch the trigger buttons instead of just l and r they touch the z triggers why mm. wouldn't those two main important functionalities be on those two buttons instead they mapped the morph ball to zl and the grapple beam is on zr two functions that they do get used a lot, but not nearly as much. So, like, that's oh. why I can't give it, like, a 9 or maybe a 9.5. <laughs> I had to take some points off because even though I did get used to them, there were still times where in the middle of combat I was fumbling around pressing the wrong button because I'm just so used to the bigger button being the yeah. bigger function. And free aim and missiles okay. are bigger functions than morph ball and grapple beam. They just, they yeah, are. They're more sure. important functions. Um, but that's... Those are my only real complaints with the controls. Um, as far as uh, the game and the story, everything was beautiful, as far as I thought. 
are you going to go uh, back and uh, and complete it? Of course. Uh, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Whenever I play yeah. any game, I am always going to go back and 100% it. I just don't usually like to do it right away. I like to get two yeah. play sessions out of it so that, you know, a year, maybe two years from now, I will uh, forget everything. And then it'll be a nice, new, fresh experience for a second time. But I'll 100% it. Yeah. Uh, do you... Do, it, it... Do you feel at eight hours, uh, you said around eight hours, do you feel it was like around the right length for it? Do you wish that it had gone on longer or did you kind of feel like you were well, it was like a good complete package? I always wish that Metroid games would go on longer because I, I love <laughs> playing them. But uh, Yeah, of course. The way that Metroids are built, it relies heavily on a lot of backtracking and things are contained on purpose to make exploration a thing and... There has to be a way to easily get around all of the environments, so they can't be too big and the game can't be too long for that reason. Um, so I understand why Metroid games are usually like they float somewhere around like the anywhere between six and ten hour mark for a casual playthrough. That's fine with me. I always wish they're longer, yeah, but it doesn't take away from the experience. I thought it was fine. It was totally fine. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm stoked to play it. I, the reviews look great, um, and kind of getting that. Uh, uh, a, a solid review from you as well kind of cements it for me that uh you know that sounds like it's a, it's a must play so oh, i'm yeah. excited to pick that I, one up whenever shoppers so. fucking drug mart has it <laughs> yeah uh shoppers drug mart if you're listening um get your fucking shit together <laughs> figure out your shipping issues yeah what the fuck uh, uh yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping I'll be able to pick it up uh, before... Uh, I'm certain. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not certain, but I'm surely I'll be able to pick it up uh, before I uh, take the take the plane over over to over to you. Yeah. Uh, that could be a good plane game, I think, for me to uh, to do on the way over. Yeah. Uh, on our way over to Retro World Expo. Dude, I cannot uh, act. I cannot me. fucking believe that it's only like two weeks away that I'm gonna dude. see. Like, well, like three ish, but like fuck dude like it's so soon i can't believe i'm gonna see you again i think this is like a the the, the official announcement right here is that uh sure. super fx will be at retro world expo yeah 2021 uh there, there's no events planned but if you see us on the show floor come and say hi yeah snap a pic uh we'd love to meet you uh, and uh, we'll surely be at a lot of panels and uh, oh, yeah. uh, and hanging out. So yeah, if you see uh, us, yeah, uh, if we'll you see there. us buying games, feel free to come collect with us. We love that sort of thing. So yeah, you know, tell us, Let's tell us about out. your games. <laughs> uh, that that's the headlining story, I think. But we will jump uh, into the the uh, the real gamer news with a Z, or it legally does not count. Uh, a couple a couple things uh, over the past two weeks uh I, I i think what we can start with um the the super smash uh announcement the final character of smash ultimate yeah uh, was announced uh as uh one that was maybe i i think this was a character that was uh requested highly but maybe uh, there's not, no question like... that's that's the whole reason why sora was included but I, I I don't know if it was the one that like everybody really wanted. I don't think I mean not that there was <laughs> like a one that everybody really wanted, but no, I don't know. Not. I felt pretty meh about this one. Uh, it's Sora from uh, the Kingdom Hearts series. Uh-huh. The one big interesting thing to me uh, for, about this one was that it had to be quite the um, 
licensing negotiation. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that's, you know, that's Square Enix, which they already have an established relationship with, but also Disney. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'm really interested, you know, I, I, or I would be interested to know what that kind of negotiation was like, because, I, I mean, at this point, like, not that they're going to, but how far off would it be for them to add, you know, Mickey and the gang yeah, uh, I guess that's to the true. game, you know? Although, um, I mean, I mean, there have been Disney games smattered among um nintendo consoles before but this this might be the first time that that it's a disney property inside a nintendo published game i can't think of another one yeah um i i it is you know at the end of the day i feel like he is still another kind of like sword fighter ish he's uh, he's another spiky haired anime boy we have like eight thousand yeah (laughs) so it doesn't bother me that's why for me that's why for me it wasn't like super thrilling not that i'm like the biggest smash player ever um i hop in every now and then to kind of get up to speed with the latest characters and Mm -hmm. such but uh you know it's not a different it's no piranha plant you know it's not a different play style (laughs) you were were down for piranha plant Oh yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's not it's not an anime sword boy. <laughs> I um, so it was like super duper early in the morning when the uh, direct took place for the for the Smash reveal, and uh, I had off that day, which was really nice. But on my days off, I usually like to sleep in, and without even thinking about it, my body just like I naturally stayed up late the night before, so I really like fucked myself. So. I did the only imaginable thing that I could do. I stayed up all night, all the way till 10 a.m. <laughs> my time, so I could catch the direct and then fucking collapse. Oh my god! So when uh, Sora so... was announced, I was like, "Cool." <laughs> you you were you were Snora. Yeah, I was Snora. Um, I think it was really exciting to see Sora, especially because his inclusion marks an actual time that Sakurai said, Hey, this is the character everybody wants. Let's just, let's just do it. This is the the highest uh, voted character in Smash Brothers for that ballot that we put out. We put out Bayonetta, we put out Banjo, but everyone wanted Sora. And we said no then, but let's say yes now. Uh, I was still hoping for Master Chief, personally. (laughs) Honestly, Master Chief, I think would have been super cool. I uh, I have a lot of nostalgia and a lot of fondness for some, like, bit mascot characters. So even though it was <laughs> never going to happen in a million years, I wanted, like, Croc or oh, yeah. Gex or Glover. But um, I think there were plenty of other characters who also deserved to be in, like, Crash or Spyro. Um, oh, yeah. They could, they could have went so many different ways with it. Yeah, they um, definitely... They, they only had one pick, and you know what? Since Sora was the one that everybody voted for the most, that was the right pick. It was the correct pick. Yeah, for sure. I uh, It's it's kind of the end... It, I, I, this is certainly must be the end of an era uh, for Sakurai. I, I can't see him doing another Smash game. He's going to. Period. It prints money. You, you, you think so? I, <laughs> I remember hearing all the stories about when Ultimate happened... Uh, that he had to be really, really coerced into it, you know. Yeah. Um, he, he, I, I, I get, the, I really get the impression he wants to work on other things, and it's, it sounds like, you know, we've heard reports of the, the kind of the health issues, the toll it took on him, uh, throughout the development cycle for this oh, game. Oh, that's true. And, yeah. And, and uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't see him doing another one, or at least not anytime soon, right? 
And I, and that said, like it, this really is like when we talk about Smash in terms of the games that we've had, this is definitely the ultimate entry in the franchise, especially considering like all the additions that we've had up until this point. Yeah. Um, like how do you, how do you top that? Right. Like you can't you can't make Smash Ultimate two. It, it would just feel like a continuation. Like it it almost feels like Smash turned into for the past few years turned into this you know the the games as a service model kind of like a like a league of legends or an overwatch where it's kind of like the same game and you you know you add new characters you add new maps and that kind of thing but you're still playing the the same central game yeah um and i it, it, i kind of got the sense that that's where smash was kind of heading um but it's not you know obviously they they announced this was the last character that they're doing and, and then that'll be it for smash ultimate so uh, i guess from here on out you know it'll be I think a number of years before we see whatever's next in the franchise. And I don't know how they top it. Like, I don't know what they, how they can do differently without, I don't know either, you know, adding all these characters back in or, or what. So, but you know what? I think, I think that every time that something like this happens, like anytime Nintendo releases a new console or there's like a new entry in a series, I'm always like, how are they going to, how are they going to beat this next time? How, what are they going to do? How are they going to top this? And um, yeah. like, I don't know, a little more than half the time. They find a way, you know, yeah. sometimes they're just like, we can't top it. So here's a new entry in the series. That's a little bit shittier than the last one, but <laughs> eventually <laughs> they get around to finally topping it. They need that time, but like, or if they can't top it, they just won't release it at all. Yeah. F zero. F zero. I was actually thinking that earlier today. I was, uh, I was doing some grinding in dragon warrior two. Um, Okay. Yeah, which I didn't. I'll talk about that next time because I'm. I still have to mull it over a little bit. I only just finished it. All right. But um, I was thinking about that just as my mind was wandering while I was grinding. Now that the Nintendo Switch is a thing, it it basically killed the 3DS as a matter of natural progression, and it has cemented its stranglehold on handheld gaming. Sony doesn't have a handheld out right now, unless you unless is the Vita discontinued yet. I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure you you can no longer buy games digitally on it, can't you? Or you can't add funds to the wallet or something. Something I feel, like that. I feel like once the it's once, on it's on Death Store. eShop stops working. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, Microsoft doesn't have a handheld, so like this is Nintendo's be all end all console. They put all of their marbles into the Switch as its at the, as their home console and as their handheld console. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to go from here? They can't split them into two again, can they? That would kind of be stupid. No, I, I think I think you just kind of refine it. You know, like I think over the years that the, the tech's going to get better, right? You're gonna, it's going to get more powerful. We'll be able, to, like, you know, we will see a 4K Nintendo Switch, if not Switch type device, yeah, at, at some point, right? Like it, it's just a it's just a progression at this point, and I, I think I think that's kind of. The same kind of way that all tech is going these days, you know, if you look at smartphones, smartphones in the past five, six, seven years have been largely uninteresting because it's all just a piece of glass, right? (laughs) You know, that that they all do the same kind of kind of shtick. So I feel like with the switch, it's it's, you know, it's very close to being the perfect formula for a game console, I think. And it's just, you know, with a little bit more power, a little bit more refinement, um, that's that's pretty much all they can go because you're right i don't think they can split it into two uh anymore i think this is kind of what you're what we're stuck with yeah i mean 
no, I don't want to say stuck with because I, I do think it's a good thing to be able to have your portable console also be your home console. I think that's great. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, you're right. I, I, I can't see a way that they split it. Um, I think they could just refine this formula. Yeah. Um, or or like they'll out. probably do the same because like, they, they kind of like split it a little bit even this time. We have the Switch Lite. So like they split it by like a half. So like we have like one and a half consoles instead of two yeah, separate I guess ones. If you, yeah, if you, if you just want but, that portable but that, experience and you're But not. what I mean is like if they had like the successor to the Nintendo Switch and also a successor to the 3DS – I don't think they'll ever do that again. There's no reason to. They have the technology to make one thing, and like, like that's it. Because it costs yeah. them money to manufacture a secondary console to make people buy. And like, sure, people will own the console and the handheld, but if they don't have to do that, then why would they? They already proved yeah, that certainly. since they don't have to, they're not going to because we have the Switch. But, like, where where do you go from here? The whole gimmick of the Switch is the fact that it swaps between the two. So, like, is the successor to the Switch going to just be like, it's a console. Also, by the way, it happens to also be handheld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think you can move away from it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, because, I mean, it makes me feel old to say that the Switch is four and a half, almost five years old now. I know. I remember the uh, I remember the press release when it was first announced. I was uh, taking a dump at work back when I worked in an office, <laughs> uh, and uh, somebody messaged it to on me on the Facebook. company dime, Breslau. On the company dime. Hey, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. Always poop on company time. <laughs> uh, we gotta well, we we are <laughs> running on. I don't know. What? Like, yeah, how much time? Go. What? What, uh, what is? Oh shit. <laughs> We're like forty know, we're just, something we're minutes. Rambling. Um, we're rambling. We're we're ramblers. Okay, today. then I'll, uh, I'll just we, mention we, we, like we got... super duper quickly because uh, you yeah, didn't, you didn't it. see it, and f- I'm I'm interested but not like holy. But uh, there was an yes, Animal Crossing. This is what direct. I want to talk about. Um, yeah, I want to hear about it. Yeah, everyone is here, <laughs> just like Smash Brothers. Uh, they are bringing back many characters who haven't appeared yet since uh, the last entry in the series, uh, New Leaf. So Tortimer's back. Uh, different like people from. Um, New Leaf that were in, like, Main Street are back. Uh, so, like, Kix is here, and, like, Gracie's back. There are different ways you can design your house. You can add partition walls, and they added, like, oh. yeah, uh, they added the, um, the roost, so you can go hang out and have a coffee, and you can invite friends over to have a coffee. And, uh, you can have a coffee with your favorite villager. So, like, just adding some dating sim elements to Animal Crossing. Um animals have been uh like fine-tuned to have slightly better personalities because a lot of them were a little boring if you ask me they don't have the same charm Mm. that they used to have in the older games um people uh, some of the villagers can now like invite themselves over to your place or they might just show up without knocking um oh wow oh boy okay and uh they will invite (laughs) you to their place much more often than they used to um okay this sounds like a pretty big update. Yeah, well, the, it, the biggest part is um, they added a whole new game mode where now you can go to work. And, like, your job... What? Yeah, so, like, Tom Nook recommends you as, like, the prime employee candidate for, um, like, this job... It's, like, Paradise something. I don't exactly remember. I have to look at it again. But you are going to be, like, the resort planner for an island paradise like it's an archipelago nearby where your island is and people are vacationing there 
So you have to design that vacation paradise. So you design all like the summer homes and all of the different events and all of the stuff that you do there, you can learn and bring back with you to your island. So like, it's pretty cool. What on earth? That's wild. Yeah. And if you get, if you download the Nintendo, um, like online expansion pass that includes the Genesis and N64 games, that's included. Which we also have to talk about. Yeah. That's included with it. Okay, so it's like a separate paid DLC. It's paid DLC, yeah. Type, type um, thing. This is huh. the last major update for Animal Crossing, Nintendo says. So, but this is a pretty big update. We're actually getting a lot. Yeah. We're getting even oh, more certainly. than I mentioned. There's new items, there's new clothes, there's new functionality with things before. Uh like before you couldn't like use designs that could only be used on the walls of your house as clothes, but now you can. Like they just added all of this freeform functionality. It's super fucking That's cool. Wild. And it might I, make me want to pick it up again. I I have a hard time because you know I myself like everyone else on Earth, uh, you know went like head first into that game during the 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 first steps of the pandemic and then kind of fell out of it and I just don't think I can go back to it now. Mm-hmm. As awesome as a lot of this sounds, and as much as I love Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing like don't get me wrong, it's one of my top franchises of all time i yeah love animal crossing you and i kind of play uh, the same we're like we'll get to a point where we're like i've done everything i need to do and then like we'd never touch it again yeah <laughs> but i just know like that hassle of going back to the game after you've set it down for a year oh yeah and like trying to figure out where everything is and everyone's mad at you because you haven't visited them there's weeds everywhere you know and i just don't think i i the the benefit they i, I think they have to find some way to overcome that Mm-hmm. You know, because I, 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 I don't think I'm alone in feeling that way. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah. And so I, I think introducing a lot of new content is awesome. And I think it will get some people back on board. But I think they also have to, uh, you know, there has to be some sort of, hey, you haven't played in X months. Um, let's ease you back in here. And don't worry, nobody's going to get pissed off at you for not being here. <laughs> so it's all good. Once you have, like, overcome that hurdle, though, it's easy to get back into. I've done it before. I'll do it again with this if and when yeah. I decide to finally go back. But um, let's talk about the Nintendo uh, Switch expansion pass because you, you mentioned it. Yeah, so we, we talked um, last time about uh, the new Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass is what they're calling it, which is just a terrible name. <laughs> um, but uh, this is kind of the add-on that will get you N64 games and Genesis games on, on the... Uh, uh, I always want to say virtual console on the but, service you know, yeah on the service uh which is which is great um and when we saw that this was announced we all kind of said hey this is going to be like you know an extra five bucks or whatever um they announced <laughs> the pricing it is not an extra five bucks ladies and gentlemen it is double the cost yeah of the uh, regular plan if you want the expansion pass uh, the individual plan is, goes up from $20 a year to, f- I think, $40 a year uh, if you want to have the expansion pass, uh, which... I thought it was 50 US US dollars. Is it 50 I think I, it's, I, I think it's with 49 With the exchange rate, I can't yeah. keep up. It's a lot. It's it's a big ask. Uh, I was extremely surprised to hear that. Me too. Um, I thought it was going to be, like, at the very most, 30 maybe 35 Yeah. Uh, so I... I mean, typically with this kind of thing, I, you know, five bucks, whatever, like five bucks extra a year, 10 bucks extra a year. Yeah, whatever, that's nothing. What, you know, 
there's nothing like sure like absolutely i'll i'll go in on that and that way i can play it's i'll I'll just say you know easy access to these classic games that Mm -hmm. i might want to play at some point yeah um without having to uh, i I really need to pay another 30 dollars so i can play win back like i gotta (laughs) yeah i honestly i can't believe i'm really saying this but like i might not get that yeah because i don't know if i see the value in it and i know that i obviously like am privileged to own most of those games uh, that are on the service uh but you know e- like even then it's like that's a big ask for some old ass games that i that we both already uh, have <laughs> if i i mean i was really hoping they would do game boy or game boy advance even yeah um game boy was I, like the know, next thought that i had that they would do sure and i think the switch is like a, a, the perfect console for that yeah you know, for that for that sort of thing especially with pokemon and there's a, a Sure, and the Game Boy Advance games in particular, like there, it's not easy to play a lot of those games. Yeah, like if if you want to play Minish Cap, like you have to get a Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. and the game, the cartridge. Like that is the only way. Yep. Uh, besides emulating it, obviously. So like I don't know. It's like it's just mind-boggling to me that they haven't gotten there yet. Um, especially considering the remember the 3DS had the Ambassador program. Yeah they've had a bunch of stuff on there so it's like they've done it and they've shown they're open to doing it with game boy game boy advance uh so like what where is it why 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 not <laughs> it's it's just mind-boggling to me like the, the value proposition here is just especially especially because like at the at the outset we're only getting nine and 64 games and like yeah we're getting a lot of genesis games but I put Genesis games on, like, the same level as Super Nintendo games, and we got those for free. So, like, what what is happening? Why is it 30 extra dollars for a bunch of Genesis games and nine common N64 games? And fucking win back! <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, I was already like, oh, win back, wow. But now that it's 30 extra dollars, win back was a terrible choice. Now I'm actually upset. That they chose a win yeah. back instead of something else. It is just mind-boggling to me. So uh, I, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see kind of where that service goes. I, it's it t- it took them a while to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, we had NES, we had Super Nintendo for a while, and they would periodically add like random ass games in there. Yeah, usually not very notable games. Uh, and so here we are, like I don't know, two years later. And now they finally uh, like announced, <laughs> like you know, they finally announced new consoles, and it's thirty dollars more, and it's you know, not a whole lot. You get win back. I, it's it's weird. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got uh, we got a few minutes left. Um, yeah, if, I know hey, you look. If we go uh, over I, a little bit, it's totally fine. I'll see what I can do to to edit it down a little bit. But I mean, if we go over by a few minutes, it's fine. Our listeners love us, right? You, right? Can, you can stick around for a little bit. You can just, <laughs> you're on your commute. You can park your car. Just sit in the car, relax. Yeah. Listen to the sounds of our voices. Talk about. Well, listen to the, uh, the good sound of Tyler's voice and the grating, shitty sound of my voice. No, no, no. Don't <laughs> he's like, say he's that. totally like shaking his head yes while he's going no. <laughs> uh, you got, uh, so I, I've got a pickup story. Okay. Um, uh, for, for once. Um, and this is maybe just like more of a heartwarming, touching story. I think boring. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> so my 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 friend, uh, good friend Greg. He what's uh, up, Greg? Uh, 
he messaged me uh like a week ago and he kind of said like hey uh because he's he's moved away uh to a different city and his parents you know are still sitting on all the kids crap you know at the at the family home right and so he kind of said hey like there's a whole bunch of video games um from like when i was a teenager and uh you know they're they're yours if you want them kind of thing Mm -hmm. um so uh and we had greg's house was always the one like in high school we would always hang out there and oh, so yeah. I actually had like a lot of good like personal connection, I think, to like he had like the, you know, he was the one who had a rock band. So we would go to his house and play rock band until the wee hours of the morning. Uh, and uh, he, at some point, somebody lost the drumsticks to the, the fucking drum set. So we were using just like these like pieces of wood <laughs> that like he had <laughs> cut in his garage or whatever uh-huh. as drumsticks. Uh, so yeah, I, I, uh, got from him, uh, a PS2, a PS3, uh, an Xbox 360, the, a PS3 Slim, which I did not have. I just had like the fat boy. Mm-hmm. So PS3 Slim, um, and a bunch of games. I mean, they, uh, granted they, they're mostly commons, you know, it's like, the, it's kind of the classic PS3 slash 360 library. You know, we got the Halo, we got Uncharted, we got, um, the rock bands, we got, uh, uh, some assassin's creeds that kind of thing yeah uh, it's a lot of stuff i didn't actually have though so i'm i'm totally stoked to to get all that hell yeah um and like i said this it's kind of a, a sentimental kind of touching thing it's nice to have this kind of stuff that we we played a lot yeah when we were kind of growing up as teenagers these are all like the same of... consoles that you played when you were growing up yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's so when cool we were in high school uh, and, uh, what he, he also, he, he included some, like a set of move controllers. I think there's three move controllers, two of them still in box, which I think I'll keep there. Cause now I have wow. to up to like eight move controllers. Um, <laughs> yo, what, g- also, give, give your boy a couple. He needs them. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You can definitely take some. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, he also I'll included, trade you for the doubles that I have. <laughs> uh, z- thanks dude. Yeah. So kind. Uh, Z Zumba, Zumba yeah. on ps3 uh had uh, i don't know i don't even know what this game hold on <laughs> this game is just it just says zumba fitness i guess that's the name yeah. of the game yeah it also came out uh, on like wii and uh i don't i think it was a connect uh, yeah. game on i mean can you blame me for not knowing the name anyway it comes with an exclusive zumba fitness belt um which you stuff i the move do know about into. that belt actually yeah yeah so i've got i've got that belt now so you know Ooh. uh everything's coming up tyler Looking good for me, eh? <laughs> I love how your collection is just like it has like weird shit in it. <laughs> like, yeah, I, like I will never like, <laughs> use the Zumba. I mean, like I have weird shit belt. in my collection too, but like your your collection is smaller than mine, which you know it doesn't make either one of us a better collector than the other. But with a smaller collection, <laughs> I would, does. no, 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 no. That just it means I have more free time. You work a lot, but like, um. With a smaller collection, I would expect that many of the things that you own would be, you know, a little bit more straightforward. But then you have, like, I have the Zumba belt. <laughs> yeah, and it's in box, too. Like, it's got the cardboard, like, you know, the cardboard box that had the game in it with the, the fucking belt. Yeah. There. So I Meanwhile, like, I have, like, an entire room of my home devoted to my collection. And I don't have that stupid <laughs> fucking belt. Hey, I got you there. Uh, plus one for Tyler over here. Uh, I will say the one other interesting thing that did come here uh, in, in this lot was um, the PS2 has the network adapter, uh, which I oh, didn't yeah. have. Oh, yeah. I don't have and, that either, actually. And I actually don't know if... Um, I, I was kind of curious if there's any... 
games that like the 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 um the online servers still are still online. I don't know. I'm sure there are because still there are private the PS2... servers for playing the games still, but I don't know if the public uh, servers are up anymore. Yeah, so I know the PS2 was one of those ones where it like was still selling in Brazil for like forever. Dude, it was still selling like, weird... here until like 2013. Yeah, it was like like weird games yeah you know that uh like fifa would still get of course. like I don't know, it was like fifa like 15 or something came out or yeah. 16 came out on ps2 uh and so i, I was kind of thinking like i wonder if there's any online games uh like that are still um going wikipedia just says that uh most gate the servers for most games have since been shut down um, so there's a chance <laughs> Because it says yeah, most. so I, I I couldn't find a, like a definitive answer. So if anybody out there knows if there's any PS2s uh, or PS2 games with online functionality still going, I'd love to hop into one of those and see how oh my see what's God. going on. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's 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 there's my there's my pickup story for you. Yeah. Did you did you want to tell that that story from last time? We have a little time. Oh, the the Genesis one. <laughs> the yeah. Genesis one. Uh, sure. Okay. So, what uh, you don't have you? Sorry, I think you know this story. We, Maybe. I bought several years ago a lot of Sega Genesis's Genesis. Genesis. Gen- Genesis. Uh, I bu- I bought a bunch of them. I bought like f- fifteen of them from um, an ex manager of mine who now runs an antique store. Um, it's actually a pretty great story. Uh, you, you should, uh, you should look him up. Um, in, if, if, uh, you're in Edmonton, his name's Alex. He runs, um, a store that's called Curiosity Inc. He's also got a YouTube channel that's pretty, pretty big and pretty popular. Um, Curiosity Inc. Uh, check it out. He just collects antiques and relics and, uh, he's going to add like an old timey, like ice cream store like soda shop to his antique store uh, it's just really cool stuff and his uh his youtube channel is great too so check him out uh, anyway so alex messaged me at one point and said hey i've got like 15 sega genesis's you know they're yours for 100 bucks or whatever come grab them uh so it turned out there was like a master system in there there was two n64s and stuff so i got this huge box of stuff and it had a model one, a, a number of model one Genesis's, yeah, uh, which you you didn't have. Yes, I, at the time uh, I didn't, you, so you traded me one. Yeah, so I was coming to you, mm-hmm. uh, and I was flying over to you, and I typically try to do just do carry on, yeah, uh, because I don't really have that much stuff to bring. With oh me. my and god, so I do my, remember this story, but like the details my, are fuzzy. In, yeah, in my carry on bag, I had my Sega Genesis, yeah. right? <laughs> And so, which is, you know, whatever. And so I'm like going through airport security with my carry-on suitcase and I, you know, put it through the scanner and they say like, take out like any like laptops or whatever. And it did not occur to me, even in the slightest, that I would have to take out the Sega Genesis. In <laughs> retrospect, absolutely. That probably would have made a hundred percent sense. I, I think I would have uh, felt the, the same where I was like, well, I mean. Yeah. Well, in the moment, you know, I pull out my laptop. I pulled my laptop, I took my belt off, you know, the whole nine yards, yeah. and I sent the bag through. Uh, and then I'm, like, waiting on the other side, and I can see that, you know, you, you look back, and you can, like, see the dude, like, reversing the belt so the thing goes back in the scanner, and it's, like, <laughs> yeah. your bag. And you're, like, oh, <laughs> you're god like, damn ah, it. Shit. Yeah, and he's, like, this dude's, like, looking, I can see him, like, sit up in his chair and, like, lean in forward, like, squinting at the monitor of the x-ray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then I'm, I'm like, 
at that at that point i'm like oh yeah it's the fucking second genesis uh and so he's like pointing at it and like talking to the other guy and uh i'm like standing there like you know mildly embarrassed but mildly chuckling at this situation yeah and uh you know they do the thing where they're like hey is this bag whose bag is this and i'm like oh that one's mine they're like okay can you like step around over here and we're gonna we're gonna need to to look through it right and so i walk over and as i walk over i'm like talking to the guy and i'm like oh it's uh i forgot to take out my my sega genesis and he was like you're he was like you're what uh and i was like it's it's like a it's like a game console you know like sega and he was like no like no way like a sega genesis eh like he like at that point understood that you know it was he just wasn't wasn't expecting to go to work today he was not talk about a sega genesis no and so he opens the bag and takes it out and he uh, like li- holds it up in the air and like looks at the guy who is now like probably a good like twenty feet away. Yeah. Uh, looks at the guy who's like doing the X-ray and he's like holding the Genesis in his hands and he looks back at the guy and he's like, "Hey, hey, Doug, Sega Genesis." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the I X-ray dude looks, looks over. The X-ray dude looks over. He's like, "Oh, right on." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because the, you know, this dude just like sat there for like five minutes staring at this thinking it was gonna be a bomb, bomb. And, now, and now he's like but oh, instead it's oh, the bomb it's just Sega Genesis <laughs> of course <laughs> of course it is <laughs> sorry I forgot to take my Sega Genesis out you're what now <laughs> uh so yeah so from then on like I, I think I had like one more stop in that leg of the trip or whatever so I had to uh then the next time I made sure to take it out yeah, uh, and the same kind of thing happened. You know, I, I took it out and put it in the bin, and that went through, and it was fine because they could see it. Well, right, know, but then someone else was like, "Is that a is that a Sega Genesis?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next time I went through, the the security dude was like, "Hey, Sega Genesis." Yeah. But the thing is, like, people. It, it, what was interesting is that they had a, a similar reaction in that they were never like, "Huh, what's this thingy?" Or like, they weren't like overly excited. It wasn't like. A, Oh my God! Is that a Genesis? It was yeah. always just like they would kind of point to it and look over at their buddy and say, "Hey, check it out! Sega Genesis." <laughs> it was always just like not that thrilling, but like a mildly exciting part of their day. Yeah, one time I was on the train uh, with with one of my exes, and um, I was in the middle of playing through um, the fidgets on Game Boy, and I was like, you know what? I I, I want to be like cool and hip and retro, so I I brought my Game Boy Pocket with me to the city. We were on the train, and somebody, like, walks up beside me, and they're like, hey, excuse me, I don't want to bother you, but, like, is that a Game Boy Pocket? And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yo, that's cool, dude. All right, have a good day. And just <laughs> <laughs> They just wanted confirmation. They just, yeah, they just needed to know for sure that it wasn't some knockoff. Like, nope, it's a Game Boy Pocket, all right. <laughs> they thought maybe it was a Game Boy Color. Maybe it was an original no, Game Boy. No, no, it doesn't have... it could be a Game Boy Pocket. It's not big enough and it doesn't have an ass. So it's got to be a pocket. <laughs> well, what do you think would have happened if they walked over and you, they were like, hey, is that a Game Boy Color? And you were like, no, no it's, it's a Game, Game Boy, Boy Pocket, Pocket, actually. And they'd be like, oh, fuck off, man. <laughs> well, I mean, off. if they straight up were like, yo, is that a Game Boy Color? I would. The way I would probably handle it is like, uh, close. It it's the Game Boy Pocket. It came out before, and I'd be a little nicer about it. <laughs> like I wouldn't be like, um, actually, it's a Game Boy Pocket. Color I wasn't invented find. yet. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, that was another like. <laughs> that's so cool though. Um, I remember you telling me that story, but I didn't remember the details. So like hearing it again, it's like fresh. I love that story. <laughs> yeah. So now your now your Sega Genesis Model One Genesis has a, a little history to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it already did because it w- it was given to me by a friend, and that's all the history I need. Huh. Yeah. Sh- should should we wrap it there? Yeah, I, I was going to tell another story, but you know what? Like you did last time, I'm going to save it for next time. It's not that interesting, yeah. but it's cool enough. Yeah, we're way over time, and we're ending on such a uh, touching um, special note. Yeah. Folks, that's going to do it for this show. To learn more about SuperFX, you can visit our website, superfxpodcast.com. You can find our show wherever you find your other favorite podcasts, including Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can follow us on social media, including Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook, at SuperFXPodcast. Reach out with any comments or questions on social media, or by sending us an email, hi at SuperFXPodcast.com. That's H-I at SuperFXPodcast.com. If you like what we're doing and you'd like to support us, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash superfxpodcast. If you're listening on YouTube, consider liking, subscribing, and leaving a comment. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, help us out by rating and reviewing our show. Special thanks, as always, to Kenny Martin for our theme song. You can find him at Kenma, that's K-E-N-M-A dot badcap.com. And a special thanks to you. Thank you so, so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Later! Later!